work. You were dreaming about Paul, my little sister declared softly, her eyes wide and her voice sure. Weren't you? Lexi looked earnestly up at me, a lopsided smile on her pixie face. It was impossible to stay mad at my sister, even when I wanted to, much like it was completely impossible not to think about the fact that the only teenagers I'd come across so far since we'd entered this state had seen me with my nose pressed up against a window. What if they'd seen up my nose? As if the drool wasn't bad enough. Lizzie, dream, Paul. Lexi was nothing if not persistent. Among other things, I muttered, casting a cautious glance in my mom's direction. She didn't know about Paul and me, if there was anything to know, and the last thing I wanted to do was spend the final leg of our car ride playing the probing questions game. Lexi got the message loud and clear, and she didn't say anything else. I stared out my window, watching the trees and telephone poles fly by, and keeping my eyes peeled for blue convertibles. After a while, the trees blurred together. I stopped wondering if anyone had seen out my nose, and I let myself get caught up in memory. Paul Carter, my next-door neighbor, partner in crime, best friend. Paul, who called me Weasel and insisted it was a term of endearment. Paul, who laughed with me, even when I wasn't funny. Paul, who had held my hand on the first day of kindergarten and sat on the beach with me after our first day of high school. Paul. I could practically see him as he'd been when our car pulled away, standing on the beach, sand in his dark hair, his eyes locked on mine. He'd kissed me. I'd been uber-crushing on my best friend, Paul Carter, ever since he'd dumped sand down my back when we were four, and right before my parents, Lexi, and I had packed our bags and moved halfway across the country. He had kissed me actually kissed me. We'd meant to say goodbye then. We'd wanted to go out on a high note, s'mores on the beach, and then watching horrendous science fiction B-movies, completely without any mention of the fact that I was leaving. Things had been proceeding according to plan, and then, boom, he had kissed me. In retrospect, it hadn't been a boom at all. It was actually more of a whoosh, as my lungs collapsed and my heart stopped beating followed quickly by an imaginary sound that I could only describe as the accordion noise cartoon characters always made after they'd been hit with an anvil. And now, a thousand miles away from home, and who knows how far from civilization, all I had left of Paul was the seashell he'd given me on my sixth birthday. His last words to me, I'll miss you, weasel, and a memory of him on the beach. The colored lights around him had stood out, midnight blue against the stark white sand, moving in slow waves as he watched me drive away forever. I bit the inside of my lip as I thought about Paul's colors. He had always been a blue, but the color had darkened as he'd grown older, until it was the color of the ocean during a storm. I pushed the thought out of my mind. We were moving across the country so that we could start a new life, and short of willing Paul to come to Oklahoma to get me, I had only one goal. I was going to be normal, and that meant no more color vision. Turning my head away from the window and squeezing my eyes shut, I mentally forced down the part of me that saw the colored lights. It won't work, my mom told me from the front seat. She hadn't even had to turn around to know what I was doing. That was by far the most irritating thing about my mother. Some moms had mom sense or mom radar. My mom had something way more powerful. Nothing got past her. 
except, I hoped, what had happened between Paul and me, if something had really happened. What won't work? Lexi asked, completely oblivious to what I'd been trying to do. My dad simply switched lanes without saying a word. It won't go away just because you want it to, Liz. My mom told me for maybe the hundredth time in the past two weeks. I didn't say anything. We'd see about that. In the seat next to me, Lexi shot me a disgruntled look. I don't see why you want to get rid of it, she told me. Maybe if you hadn't always had your sight, maybe if your sight took a really long time to come, you wouldn't be so ready to get rid of it. Lexi shot a tortured look at our mother. It will come, Lexi, my mom told her. My dad turned on the radio. The sight wasn't one of his favorite topics of conversation, especially lately. According to my mom, all the women in her family were gifted with some version of the sight, an ability to see what others could not.